So welcome. This is your host, Elsie Kearns, wellness educator and advanced Eden energy medicine practitioner. And tonight we have the opportunity to interview Dondi and Titania, daughters of Donna Eden, who is a world-renowned healer, teacher, and founder of the Eden Energy Medicine Program. Dondi and Titania are teachers and coordinators in the Eden Energy Medicine Program and also world-class, award-winning belly dancers. If a night of fun belly dancing is on your bucket list, then you want to be sure to join us in Edison, New Jersey, October the 10th, for this special evening with Dondi and Titania before they begin their weekend at Omega Institute in Rybeck, New York. You can click the link to your left to register now for our October 10th evening. And I also want to thank Sherry Nicholas for joining us tonight. She is the event coordinator for our evening event in Edison on October 10th. So just to tell you a little bit about Dondi and Titania, Dondi has studied Middle Eastern and Polynesian dance from a very early age and won Belly Dancer of the Universe in 2000. She was also part of the Belly Dance Superstars. And Dondi has performed all over the globe and is currently working in the Eden Energy Medicine Program, teaching and coordinating Energy Medicine 101-102. And Dondi and her son Tiernan and husband Roger live in San Diego. And you can watch Dondi do an Energy Medicine one-minute tip every Wednesday on Facebook. Her sister Titania is best known as the story dancer and recently created the Goddess Dances, reminding us of legendary goddesses. She's created a marvelous Energy Medicine DVD dance at her website and both of the girls' websites, you can see, you can click right to the left and go into their website directly. Titania teaches in the Eden Energy Medicine Program and is also a Waldorf teacher and completing the book Energy Medicine for Kids, a much-needed assistance for today's struggling children. Welcome, girls. I have so many questions. I'm going to begin with you, Dondi. And my first question and biggest curiosity is, what was it like to be selected to dance for Omar Sharif's 60th birthday party? <laughs> it was so incredible. At the time, I was in my 20s, and the main image I had of him was from Lawrence of Arabia, the movie, when he's in all black and riding through the desert, and he's so handsome. And uh, when I got the call to dance for him, I was living in South Florida, and my agent called me and said, we have a contract for you, and we cannot tell you who it is. It is a celebrity, but they don't want any press there. They don't want any word leaking out. It's going to be on a small island off of the coast of Florida. So we can't tell you who it is, but you definitely want to say yes to this contract. And I said, well, no, no, I'm not going to say yes to this contract because I'm getting my wisdom teeth pulled and my mouth is really sore and I'm in no mood to dance, so I'm saying no. And my agent said, Dondi, Dondi, you have to say yes to this one. You're going to regret it. But they wouldn't tell me who it was. And then finally they had to say, look, it's Omar Sharif. You've been chosen to dance for his 60th birthday. And I just went through the roof. It was like a dream to me. And, and I was nervous. It was one of the times in my life when I was most nervous because I really wanted to represent the dance well for him, him being Egyptian and, and well-versed in the dance and the culture of the dance. And so it, it was incredible from that moment until I think it was a couple of days later when I was basically transported to his birthday with all sorts of security guards and and chaperones and and I got to dance for him there were only about 12 people there so it was very private and intimate and he was wonderful I'm so happy to say 
He was one of the nicest men I've ever met in my life and, and had a very nurturing uh, kind of fatherly type of personality and, and was very uh, caring, very, very caring, wanted to make sure that after I danced, I was going to get home okay and somebody would be with me and it was it was incredible. It was incredible to dance for Omar Sharif and have him in front of me clapping for me and smiling at me. It, it was definitely one of the highlights, probably definitely top two or three highlights of my dance career when I look back on my whole life of starting to dance and act and be in show business when I was a little girl. I look back and, and that was a highlight and always will be. I can certainly understand that. And how about, I'll just ask about one more. How about Jimmy Buffett? Because he seems so laid back and uh, as though he would have so much fun with you belly dancing for him. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett was fun. It was a whole different uh, situation. I was taken backstage to one of his concerts. It was a huge concert between San Diego and Los Angeles in Orange County area. And, of course, thousands and thousands of people in this giant outdoor amphitheater and uh, lots of interesting smells there, <laughs> if you know what I mean, and people yeah. lounging on beach chairs. And if you've ever been to a Jimmy Buffett concert, it, it kind of looks like a, a beach island in the Caribbean and uh, so I was taken backstage to his concert to surprise him for his birthday. And it was very fun. He danced with me as I danced for him. And, again, there were only a few people, so it was a very close-knit situation, and I got to know him a little bit. And what was interesting after, well, during the dance that I did for him, I had a turban type of hat to put on his head. And I put it on his head, and he fell in love with it, and his makeup artist and costumer fell in love with it. And the costumer said, after I was done dancing, she said, well, Jimmy will be taking that turban. He wants it, and he's going to have it. And I said, well, no, that's that's my turban. I use that for shows. And she said, but Jimmy wants it. And I said, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I need it back. So they got it from Jimmy, and she sketched it. I had to sit there and wait for her to draw and sketch the entire thing so she could make one for him. But it was very fun, and they were it, it was a wonderful, wonderful event. <laughs> oh, it sounds very exciting. Even your voice sounds excited describing it. Uh, so, Tanya, um, I just want to check in with you about the Energy Medicine for Kids book because your experience as a Waldorf teacher and your extensive knowledge of Eden Energy Medicine is really the perfect combination for putting together a book like this. And so how is that going? Because we'd even like to bring you back to New Jersey next time uh, you're in the, on the East Coast and have you present on the Energy Medicine for Kids book. Oh, well, that sounds really wonderful. I would love to. It has been my passion since a little girl. Other than belly dancing, my passion has been children. So I got involved in belly dancing at the age of 15 with Dondi, with Polynesian dancing. So we've been uh, mirroring our careers together in different worlds. But the children, uh, I got involved with children at a very young age, and I have always felt my own inner child within. So I actually have been bringing that to adults through the Eden Energy Medicine community. But as the book, I'm really excited about it because I, I actually finished writing it about four years ago. So it's already done. We are just actually trying to find a the right publisher to bring it to the world. And so many of our students are saying, when is the book going to be done? Because it is exciting. I have been doing workshops out here on the West Coast, and they have been being received in great demand. And I continue to keep on going. I am going to be doing a class on 
energy medicine for children through the five elements, the Chinese five elements at our international gathering of Eden Energy Medicine uh, in September in Florida, and I'm excited about that class, working with children through the five elements because it's kind of a different uh, way to go in and it's very different than working with adults and the five elements because children have their own unique spark, spirit, and energy that they bring that is different than adults. So I'm excited about that class too. <clears throat> yes, I would agree that they have a unique spark and I don't know how we lose that, but somehow in the process we lose it. And if and if you can teach yeah. the kids this energy medicine, I think they could keep it. What do you think? Oh my goodness! If, if I had, um, see, my mother um, began to introduce us to energy medicine in the seventies, and there was no schools out there for children with their own unique individual expression of how they learn, how they take in the world. And I was one of those children who had learning difficulties, but nobody could figure it out. I was just put in the special classes. And if I had this work when I was growing up, I found it much later through the Waldorf education and realized that Waldorf education matches and mixes and blends with energy medicine so well. It is this amazing a modality that is connected to the esoteric mysteries as well as uh, the children will draw figure eights to cross over the right and left hemispheres of the brain to help them think and learn better as well as moving figure eights, which we always do in belly dancing, and that's a wonderful blend for our systems anyway to bring in that figure eight through hip mo motions and arm movements and connecting it through the cells and the chakras and and so tying it in with the belly dance is uh, amazing. That, that will be my new DVD that I'm producing right now is Energy Medicine for Women and Belly Dance and I'm so excited about that one. <laughs> Thank you, Titania. Mm -hmm. uh, Dondi, I know that your initial dream was to become an actress, mm -hmm. but can you share with us what happened to you when you got to Hollywood? I was reading that in your bio, and I was kind of fascinated by that. Yes, it, it, you just asking that question of me almost makes me cry. It, it was a world that I didn't expect. Uh, Tanya and I were raised... Um, by our father and mom, but every a lot of people know our mom. Our our dad was also an incredibly charismatic figure and a big figure, and he was very involved in acting and loved old Hollywood and raised us on that image of old Hollywood and classic movie stars and the craft of acting. And so we spent a lot of time in the theater, and then I moved to Hollywood when I was 19 and got involved with the Stella Adler Academy and studied everything from commercials to film to more theater and found out along the way that Hollywood was nothing that resembled the picture in my head that our dad had raised us on watching old black and white films and that it is a place that is so can be so painful and difficult for people because most of the time you're told what's not right about you and what's not good about you and what's not pretty about you and it's it's very rare unless unless you're a really successful actor or celebrity who is moving up the ladder and making it, and those are few and far between compared to the hundreds of thousands who are trying, unless you're one of those, you're told that you're not tall enough, you're not pretty enough, or you're not short enough, or your hair is too dark, or your hair is too light, or your skin is too dark, or your skin is too light, or your eyes are crooked, or your teeth aren't white enough. It It's a an industry that is not for the faint of heart. And I, I consider myself a pretty strong person. 
I've had an kind of an inborn confidence all my life and it started just tearing me apart and eating away at me and I had some great moments I I'm a member of the Screen Actors Guild I've done over a hundred national commercials I've done some film and music videos so I have had my share of success and even with that it was a daily struggle of trying to boost myself up again every morning waking up and saying okay I am worth it I'm not too ugly I'm not too short I can do this I am talented but that's most actors deal with that and it's it's a very very difficult world to be in and very little of it is based on talent anymore in my opinion it's based on what you look like and if you're the perfect look for that moment Luckily, I had a really good look in my early 20s, and I moved to South Florida and had a lot of success because I, I represented what they wanted at that time, which was kind of the girl next door. And so I had a run of a couple of years that were really wonderful, and I'm so happy I had that, and I retain a lot of friendships from that time. But boy, is it a difficult, difficult world to be in. I, I still have heartache over it, and that's not even talking about all of the the drugs and and all of the vices that you can so easily fall into because you're just shattered every day. And I think I, well, I know I speak for a lot of actors and performers because they talk about this in groups and therapy sessions. <laughs> well, you, you said in one comment something about how it really affected your soul, and I thought that was, so profound that it even went to that level with you. It did. It it affected my soul because I believed that I was born to be an actor. I believed that I was not only born to be an actor, but an actor that would make a real mark in theater and film across the world. And it it was a very, very deep feeling in me, like like, you know, anyone else, if they feel they were born to be a doctor or born to be a healer or or born to be an astronaut, I was born to be an actor. So when I chose to leave that industry, it was one of the hardest decisions I ever made. And I still wonder if I'll go back to it someday. But now that I have Tiernan and I'm a mom, I, I think I've I've close that door. There might be a small crack there. <laughs> One of my old right, might be a small crack, right? <laughs> yes, I I think being a mom is more important right now as yes. you said. That certainly takes priority. It does, and I love it so much. <laughs> so it would be hard yeah. to pull me away from that now. <laughs> so Tanya, one of the specialties that you have are life color readings. Can you explain what they are for our audience and how they would get one from you? Because that's kind of very unique and color plays such an important part in our lives. Sure. I would love to talk about this. This is one of my favorite subjects is life colors. Uh, life colors are different than your normal aura. Your aura is kind of like your space suit, your invisible space suit around your being. Some of us can see it, but most of us cannot. It is your daily, uh, your, whenever you come into a, your life, your, your day, and you have an emotion. Sometimes you wake up and you feel really good. Well, sometimes you might get hit with bad news, and your aura can change. That means your colors in that auric field can change depending on what your mood is. Your life color sits on the sixth band in your auric field. So we have seven bands in that auric field, and your life color shows your your life's lessons, your life's challenges in life, and um, they are so exciting to know about. And each of us have a unique color that is depending on what we are going through in life. And so my mother, she can see the aura and she can see the life colors. And sometimes you at a workshop can get a read. You can get your color read by her. 
and then she gives that over to me and I can interpret that color for you. Way back in the 70s, my mother wanted to find out what it was she was seeing in every single person, whether it what it was because she sees the energies around people. She sees shapes and she sees colors and she sees illnesses in the body and she wanted to find a language in what she saw. And so she went to this one woman named Nancy Cappy. And Nancy Cappy had this incredible knowledge of these life colors and she saw, but she saw in a very unique way through actually taste. She began to taste colors and so it was through this amazing woman way back in the 70s that my mother found a language. But it was only through 13 colors that my mother began to interpret what she saw through the auric field. And then about, about, about seven years ago, she began to break out of this little box and realize that there are so many colors in the world. Of course, every single person is unique and we have as many colors in us as there is in the world and so now I have researched and found about 84 colors life colors and they will keep on going and I love to give as a gift people's stories because when people come to me for their readings they find out that they are either on their path, on their spiritual path in life already, or that something ingrained in them, deep within them, that they've always wanted to do, but maybe couldn't do because of money, because maybe they're in a nine-to-five job, and it's bringing in money and finances, and they're very scared to leave that job and go off to possibly be a healer or possibly be a dancer or something that is deep within them that they've always wanted to do, but yet it is in their life colors that maybe they are a natural healer and this is the way that they could go. And when they get a reading with me, it is affirmed and they realize, huh, that they have always known this and that they could step out into this world because I I begin to give them that confidence through the reading, realizing that, yes, this may be a challenge, but this is also your path. This is your true path. And so people come to me with re- for readings, and they could get that. Within, my, uh, within the Internet, I do Skype readings, which is a little over an hour, but I continue sometimes over an hour. I don't limit that to an hour because... It is so rich. I keep on giving information to people um, until I'm completely out of (laughs) all the intuition I have at that moment. And also, I also do a longer reading, which I sit with somebody uh, for about four to six weeks, in and out. I bring them into my presence. And I give them a reading of about 50 to 60, sometimes 70 pages long of their whole life coming into their relationships uh, with their children, with their spouses, why they are attracted to certain people and why they are attracted to certain things in life and what their challenges are in life. And those are very, very juicy, but it is a waiting period because um, uh, a few months ago I was still, people were still on the waiting list of up to two years, and now I'm getting it down. <laughs> and so it's, a, it's pretty much a few months that my waiting list is for those. But they're juicy because I also, when I find other colors in their auric field that relate to the life color, then I begin to ask my mother, you know what, Mom? I found this color. What do you think? And because I have more time with people, I dive in more, and then she begins to have a conversation with me and saying, yep, Tanya, you're right. You're right. I see this color, but it's a little bit deeper. And so we begin to have more of a conversation about the colors, and it's, ah, oh, it's so exciting. I love life colors. Well, thank you, Tanya. It seems like a very rich idea to 
delve into for yourself and, as you said, to get that confirmation that, yes, I really am a healer or an artist or whatever it happens mm-hmm. to be through that individual's life color, that color that follows them their whole life. So before I go on with questions to the girl, Sherry, I'd like to bring you in as our event coordinator because you're going to be putting together, you have put together this event for Dondi and Titania, a night of belly dancing uh, right here in Edison, New Jersey. And uh, we've been discussing the many talents of Dondi and Tanya, but uh, I want to be sure to give everyone all the information about this event so they can join us in October. So take it away, Sherry. Hi, guys. Man, it's been um, really to sit and listen to you talk about your lives. Um, Like my heart is exploding out of my chest. I can really (laughs) feel the two of you, um, and I feel like I've been able to feel you, even though I haven't really met you, um, by meeting your mother. It it, it was a a life-changing experience. Um, give me a minute. Let's see. Let me take a breath. So I just want to let everybody know that we're going to have a belly dancing event, and it's going to be on Thursday, October 10th, 2013. It's going to be from 7 to 10 o'clock at the Hilton Garden Inn and Raritan Center in Edison. The doors will open at 6.15. Dress comfortably, bring your friends, and absolutely do not worry that you've never belly danced before. I only dance around my massage table in a dimly lit room with the person on the table with their eyes closed. I don't (laughs) dance, but I have been inspired not to only belly dance, but organize and promote this belly dancing class. Think of it as an evening of connecting with yourself, your friends, and making new friends, and maybe coming a little bit out of your comfort zone. But with the teachers raised by, in my opinion, the most genuine teacher I've ever met, their mother, Donna Eden, pioneering force behind energy medicine, legendary healer of our modern time. This energy medicine book had changed my life and has become a driving force behind my massage practice. I see Dondi and Titania as the next generation of healers who have wrapped themselves up in their performing arts and have embraced the gifts of their family heritage to bring to us the healing gifts of dance. I often think of their experience in Fiji and how the love of dance that they came to experience living there was concurrent with their mother's learning about healing from within. Donna Eden Eden often tells her story in interviews like these, and I've listened to all of them, and the one line that always sticks in my head, I even made a, a text tone out of it, is she said, when she was told someone else to go find someone else to raise her daughter, she said, no one else is going to raise my kids. Mm -hmm. I believe her drive for healing came from her desire to be a mother to these two beings who have grown up to be two very special women of our time. They are and we are the next generation of healers, and we will be learning healing, history, connection, and dance. If you are hesitant to sign up, don't don't be. This will be a safe, fun, healing experience that we will never forget. I look forward to meeting each and every one of the people who sign up, and I really look forward to meeting the two of you. This past year, more so than any other year in my life, I've learned that looking forward to something is the key to a healthy and happy life. Put belly dancing with Dondi and Tanya on your calendar October 10th, 7 to 10, Edison, New Jersey, at the Hilton Garden Inn and Raritan Center, just off of 287. Thanks, Sherry. Thank you, And Sherry. again, that'll be, be from 7 to 10 that evening. It's only $45 for the evening. Please notice that the link directly to sign up and register is right to the left there, belly dancing. And I, Sherry, am I correct that there's a free coin hip scarf to the first 75 registrants? Yeah. Cool? Yep, first 75 get a, 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 a coin belt. Thank you. Well, we're going to reiterate that again before we end. But, Dondi, I just want to go back. And we've said that our October evening is for everyone, that there's no previous experience that's necessary. But can you give us an idea of what 
you'll be giving the audience what they can enjoy that evening with both of you girls? Absolutely. We're so excited about this. I think the first thing I would like to say is if you have never belly danced before, you may think that you're going to come and just move your belly, <laughs> but we are going to move everything. <coughs> Excuse me. We are going to move everything from our toes, our legs, our hips, our belly, our torso, our chest, our arms, our hands, our neck, our head. We'll talk about our face. It's such an encompassing, embracing dance. And yes, it does concentrate on the torso, and there are a lot of hip movements. We'll be going over staccato movements of the hips with shimmies. We'll be doing fluid movements and figure eights and circles. So there's percussion, there's fluidity, there are vibrations, and we'll talk about the musical instruments and how they can accent those movements. And those are musical instruments in every type of music across our world, even though we will also focus in on Middle Eastern music and where you can find that so you can go back home and practice. We will be teaching some really short and easy combinations that people can take home so they can go home and put together dances for themselves. And what we'll do that evening is toward the end of the evening, after we've learned these little easy combinations, we'll put it into a little dance. So everybody has something they can take home and show their wives, their husbands, their moms, their dads, their children. And it's going to be fun. I cannot emphasize enough, just as Sherry just did, that it's a supportive class. You are safe. You do not have to think for a moment that there will be any judgment of what you look like or how you move because there won't be. We don't allow it. It's a place for you to come and experience what Tanya and I feel is one of the most beautiful art forms that exist, the Middle Eastern dance, and and that it really is conducive, the movements are conducive for a woman's body, which is what we really like and, and is one of the main reasons we gravitated toward it. So whereas some women may have had ballet in their lives or even jazz or lyrical, if they didn't feel that it quite fit them, that it didn't feel quite right, they may be surprised when they come to belly dance to feel that this is the perfect fit. And it's just so much fun. There's going to be a lot of giggling and laughter during this evening. <laughs> so we're super yes. excited. Yes, I, I'd love to add to that as well. Of, um, I believe that it is a full body, mind, spirit experience. Dondi touched on the body so much but it is about your own individuality as a woman. I love to bring this in as connecting with your own life story, your own traumas in life and dancing that stress, whatever has come about in your life out of you. It, you know, as women, we are in touch or maybe out of touch with our own cycles. And through belly dance, you can feel empowered and special and unique with your own menstrual cycles. But as a woman, your cycles through life as maiden, mother, and crone, it touches into those places in our lives where we've been hurt or oppressed and we can feel free and open and connect to this own divine inner dancer that is waking up ourselves and when you are feeling more feminine and your body is feeling really really good and you're doing something so natural because all these movements i believe are ingrained in every single woman we have curves and we have cycles that resonate with the moon and all of this that makes up a female woman is about this dance it, we are going to talk about history and 
the belly dance as a birth ritual, about belly dancing babies into the world. We are going to be connecting with each other, with our own women's stories through the movements. And so it is connecting up to different uh, aspects of our lives in connection and relationship with women. And usually at the end of our classes, we are a big family and and people sometimes many times laugh because Dondi and I just <laughs> we love to laugh and we love to bring up those inner inner struggles that we all have whether it is a, a low self-esteem to being shy and and you just begin to find these places as a woman through the dance and build confidence and inner strength and begin to find feel more comfortable in your body through these natural rhythms and it can, and it of course turns on those feel good endorphins in your brain awakening more joy in the energy medicine uh language we say radiant circuits bringing more joy so uh, if you're feeling depressed, come and dance with us because you're going to feel more enlivened and it's going to shake off those depression moods and you're going to begin to connect to your body in a different way. Uh, we all go through it with women so much in our lower chakras, the root and the womb, and there's so much trauma. Maybe we didn't connect to um, rites of passage when we became a woman or trauma through hysterectomies or fertility struggles or fibroids or digestive issues, we are going to help you. If you are <laughs> in the middle of your cycle, come and dance with us. It helps, it helps if you are um, having cramps. Dancing these energies and dancing these movements helps with cramps, helps with digestive issues. You're going to find a new language with your body through this dance. And I love to bring this part of the dance. And, um, and I'm probably doing some visualization as well, um, in my section of the dance. It, we just love it. We love it, love it, love it. <laughs> and we love to help women find th this connection to their own bodies. Dottie and I do. <laughs> Thanks, Tatanya, because I can now understand why you're known as the story dancer, the way that you explain that, you know, you take the story of the goddesses, and even in your life color readings, you listen to that person's story and then bring forth their color and what it means for their life. So we're really looking forward to an event that is going to be fun for everyone and as you said, no matter where people are uh, in their lives, to come and to just be a part of the evening. There's nothing like a group gathering. There's tremendous power and possibility for transformation in the group energy, as we all know. Yes, so any other... size. It, I just wanted to add any size, whatever size your body is, whatever age your body is, this, this is the women's dance, so we encourage everybody. And so don't feel bad um, with, with where you're at because it is part of our story. No matter where you are in your life struggle or in your life happiness, it's just going to add more to that. So just yeah, come and enjoy and yeah. have fun dancing with us. Thanks. Yes, I, I think uh, people will really find this exciting. You know, we're a little more conservative here on the East Coast, and everything starts on the West Coast and it moves to the East. So we we need a little more prodding here on on the East Coast. Um, Dondi, on a, on another subject, I witnessed uh, you give a talk at the team training. And it was my first experience of you as a speaker, and I realized that you actually won the Outstanding Speaker in the Nation Award through your skills as a public speaker. So uh, how has this helped you with your travels around the world and in your work? Oh, my gosh. Being a trained speaker and knowing how to present myself to all different cultures and all different people, I think has been a key in me getting so much work. I, I've been very successful as a dancer, and, and like I said, I had a lot of success as an actor, 
And in both of those careers, I was my own manager. I had to pound the pavement and get my own interviews and get myself over to the Middle East and get into the resorts and talk to the owners of the resorts and the managers. And many times uh, this was me going to cultures that were very foreign and talking to men. In a lot of these cultures, I I can't even think in my head if I was ever hired by a woman in the Middle East. I think there were a couple of times I danced at weddings in Egypt or Jordan, but the women were not talking to me. The men would hire me. And so to present myself as a professional and an American who can dance their dance, the dance of the Middle East, and convince them <laughs> that I am embracing their culture and embracing their dance because before they see me dance, they they may have just heard of me. I was dancing a lot in the 1990s and early 2000s, so the proliferation of videotape wasn't like it is now. They couldn't just pop on the computer and see me dance like they can now. So I was having to sell myself and I sold myself through my speaking ability along with a briefcase full of great photos. <laughs> but the the speaking has has definitely given me enough confidence, that's for sure, enough confidence to get myself around the world and book my own contracts and my own shows. Uh, from Africa to India, and I, I'm so grateful and so appreciative that mine and Tanya's dad put us through speech training because I didn't want any part of it. I thought it was a stuffy, kind of conservative, old-fashioned thing. I didn't even know what to call it. It was this weird speech world where people gave speeches and wore ties and suits. And once I got involved with it, it was incredible. It was a huge epiphany of how this could be a key to helping me in life, in all other aspects of life, and especially with my careers, because being able to communicate with people is key. I don't have the fire that my sister and my mom do, so I I feel like my ability to has pushed me through to be able to communicate with people. Fire is, for people who don't know, the fire element really helps you break through to people and speak to them. And you don't, when you feel that fire, you don't feel as nervous and you feel like you can just jump in and, and do anything and <laughs> meet anybody. And I don't always have that feeling. But the, with the speaking ability, I, it has definitely given me the confidence. Yeah, but Dondi, you're more grounded. You're more grounded than us, and that's what we don't have. <laughs> yes, I would definitely say you're very grounded. And, and Dondi, I remember in that talk that you gave, you actually spoke about spending a year in the Middle East to literally immerse yourself in their culture. I did. I spent several years in the Middle East performing and working, but there was a time when I felt out of touch with what the dance really was and out of touch with what it meant to me, and I needed to just travel and meet the people and immerse myself in the culture and the food and the costuming and the religions and the spirituality and everything about the Middle East not just the movements of the dance, because Middle Eastern dance, belly dance, is not just about movements. As Tanya said, it is about a story. It is about a history. It is layered and layered in this rich knowledge and experience and the past, and I needed to get in touch with that. I knew something was missing, and once I really immersed myself in, in the world of the Middle East, which are many, many countries and many different cultures. Here in the West, we kind of glop the Middle East all together. We say, oh, the Middle East. 
and we're usually talking about the 22 Arabic countries. And then we kind of separate out Israel and maybe North Africa, but we really just group it all together. And when you arrive there and start traveling, you realize how different each country and tribe and city and town is. And I absolutely fell in love with it. And when I fell in love with the Middle East, it, it changed my dance forever without me even changing my technique or movements. And is that what enabled you to win that belly dancer of the universe? <laughs> it did. It really, it was a key in helping me win that because before I won that belly dancer of the universe title, I knew that I had all of the technique and all of the movement, but that true feeling, the feeling, that magical essence that people talk about was missing for me. And when I when I traveled the Middle East and fell in love with it, that feeling just filled my body. And I believe it was a huge key in me winning. And it was super exciting. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, Tanya, I know you're a popular weekend event annually at Omega. You've been invited back again and again with your belly dancing weekend up there. And we're going to get a taste of your talent, of course, on Thursday, October 10th. But tell us a little bit more if people want to go to that whole weekend, what you offer at Omega for that October weekend. Sure. Um, at Omega this year is going to be a little unique. In the past, we have connected the Chinese five elements, my mother calls them the five rhythms, uh, into our dance. And we've been doing this for the past 17 years. I think it's very unique with the belly dance because it allows women and men to connect to their own Spirit within, as you can tell on this little radio interview, I'm a lot more fiery, which Dondi has told you, and Dondi's a lot more grounded. She's a wood, and that's one of the elements, and fire is one of the elements. The other elements we have is water, which is the slow, deep mystery, the one who goes into their stories and into the depths of their psyche to bring about meaning. And then there's wood, the ones who are um, go forward in life to get what they want. They're really good with their careers. They're really good leaders in their field. The fires are the ones are the social butterflies, the ones who can um, go from one subject to another subject in a sing-song type fashion and are really good storytellers. And then the earths are the mothers who nurture everybody, the ones who give out love. And in, in the dance, it is the ones who are really connected to the earth itself. And then we have metals. The metals are the ones who go up into their head and into their spirituality. And also they're very organized and structured in their life. And so we bring about this in different cycles through the belly dance and also different modalities. Maybe you are somebody who loves the drums in belly dancing and loves that drum beat and um, that is a portion of wood and in our bodies we bring that into a staccato like movement and finding those boundaries within our body through that wood element. With water, we bring in the beautiful veils, and we bring in the ocean and the flowing mo motions and find out in life where we flow in, in our own day-to-day -day lives and in our, in our own cycles through life. And with a fire, sometimes we bring gypsy passions and that passionate sensual energy that is formed deep within us to bring about through the dance. through And so through all these five elements, there um, we bring about um, this connection to the dance and as women. So at Omega, we touch upon this. It's, we used to teach five days, and now we're only teaching a weekend. But in this particular year, we are going to be connecting to the different gods, goddesses, because mostly at Omega, uh, it is a women-oriented class, and we keep it to women because women women don't feel free 
to express themselves if a man is in the class. We used to bring men in, but now the women kicked them out. <laughs> so we just have the women's class. And so we're going to be connecting to the different goddesses that uh, relate as archetypes with the five elements or the five energies, as we like to call them, and connect to them through the dance. It's going to be a very unique year this year because we're bringing in different goddess archetypes. And I think it'll be very special and uh, revealing to a lot of women in our class. And we bring in ritual, we bring in celebration, and always the dance lives throughout every single day and connecting to our own bodies and who we are and our relationships with each other. And we form a tribe. It's it's a wonderful experience. So every year we have women coming back to connect to that tribe, that women's tribe experience. And we we take them on as our own sisters every year. So we have lifelong friendships and women make friendships in our workshops because that's the way we love we love the connections. We love to connect up other women with each other through this dance. Well, that sounds really exciting and stimulating. So if anybody's interested in that weekend, you can go to omega.org and sign up. And once again, we're going to look forward to seeing everybody for Belly Dance with Dondi and Titania on Thursday, October the 10th, 2013, from 7 to 10 p.m. The cost is only $45. There's a free coin hip scarf to the first 75 registrants. We'll be right at the Hilton Garden Inn at the Edison Raritan Center, right off that parkway in Edison, New Jersey. You can purchase tickets right at the link to the left. Uh, Sherry Nicholas that's handling this has her phone number available for you if you have questions. And if you're not somebody who wants to pay online with a credit card, you will just look under the price and there's a little note uh, show other payment options. You can pay offline to Sherry directly with the check or other credit card. So please do sign up. Don't be shut out of this great evening. We can't wait to see you girls. It's not that far mm-hmm. off. Time is moving very, very quickly. Yeah. So I want to thank, thank you, you girls for joining us. Yeah. Thank you, and, Sherry. Uh, thank you, Elsie. Thank you. Yeah. So much. This has been great. <laughs> yeah, we're really looking forward to it. Okay, we girls, so enjoy the rest of the the rest of the evening, and we'll see you October 10th. Great. Wonderful. Okay. Good night, Thanks. everybody. Sherry, Good thank night. you for thank you. joining thank us you, as well. Okay, and we'll talk soon. Okay. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.